Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, Bunk? Good morning, Vietnam! I love the smell of night pump in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I feel the need. The need for speed. I wish I knew how to quit you. Love means never having to say you're sorry. You do! You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Happy Monday, moviegoers. Welcome to episode 230, and welcome to a new episode of the Cinema Movie Podcast. The podcast where we talk about movies. So enthusiastic. So enthusiastic. It's, you know what, it's a, it's, it's a DC movie, what can I say? You can say a lot uh, of things. It, that's true. Uh, I'm your host, Juan, and I'm joined by the three amigos. Uh, Zach. Hey, what's up, guys? Craig. <clears throat> uh, yo, hello. Uh, Edward. How's it going, folks? Uh, you know what, Edward? I had a whole entrance set up for you, big nice theme song and everything, but I didn't hit the button in time. Um, but I'm excited to talk some movies with you guys today. Uh, we're gonna talk Black Adam which is currently streaming on the HBO Max. Ooh. And uh, it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson. If Ooh. anybody's been living under a rock the past uh, six months since it's been out. Um, but if you guys are joining us for the first time, last week we talked about Don't Worry Darling, a, uh, another kind of mediocre cat fest that was a little bit uh, a little too hairy for my taste. But uh, <laughs> if, if you want to hear us uh, talk about that movie, go back and listen to the episode uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Anchor, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Deezer, um, or you can watch on demand on this YouTube channel, Amos Wild Productions. Um, you can also find us and hit us up on the social media. Facebook.com forward slash the cinnamon movie podcast. The Instagram is all one word, the cinnamon movie podcast. The Twitter is at cinnamon405. And then the email bag. You guys can hit us up in the email bag at C I N E M E N 921 at gmail.com. Um, but today we are talking one Black Adam. Um, I did. I did promise that we would talk about some recent watches. Did anybody have anything that they wanted to bring up that was uh, noteworthy about uh, maybe introduce introducing something to the listeners or any recommendations before we get into the movie? I'll name off um, a. Uh, Zach, go ahead. Um, other than I really haven't watched anything other than The Last of Us episode three dropped last night. It's a different feel. Um, for the for the show, um, but it was really well done. So I don't I don't know if any of y'all got to check got to check it out yet, but it's still still on a roll. So, um, other than Megan, which I did not get to talk about on Friday the Fourteenth podcast this past week, I was not on there. Um, Megan was, eh. uh, not as good as I said, like Drake no. and Josh, Megan. No, not that Megan. I don't even know who Drake and Josh is. Um, you missed out. Natural Born Killers. I did watch that this past week. Woody Harrelson. Uh, Quentin Tarantino written, but he did not direct it. 
Um, the big highlight of my week, really, watch-wise, was checking out the Royal Rumble this past Saturday. Uh, some WWE action. Uh, pretty entertaining. It was honestly more entertaining than uh, the movie we're about to talk about today. So, Craig, Ed, you guys, uh, you guys, check anything out? Um, I've just been watching The Office uh, for the past like ten days or so. Really, um, I think we're on episode or uh, season five, about midway through. Nice. So, yeah, Craig. Um, I watched a movie on Netflix. I think it's called Home. Hmm. Or. Yeah, home. It has um, Rihanna, Jennifer Lopez, and um, what's oh, the kids. guy from The Big Bang Theory? Oh, Jim Parsons. Yeah, Jim Parsons. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The animated movie Home. That's yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. That's a pretty funny movie. Um, it was it was funny. Um, it not one to stick with me. No, you know, it's not one that I'll come back and it's not. It's not. Let's be fair. It's not a Disney movie. It's not. It's didn't have that. Mm. That's a, but that's how it is when newcomers from other universes come to our city and town and state. And, you know, we got to talk to them like they're a little literate sometimes, you know. <laughs> got to take them to the local uh, Slurpee shop and get them a little Slurpee. Um, but today, guys, we are talking Black Adam, so let's jump into it. Um, currently, IMDb has it at 6.4. Rotten Tomato score is at 38%. The Meta score is at 41%, uh, while the Google users like it at 76%. The budget was $260 million, and it only grossed $390 million at the box office. Nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly, Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb, ready to unleash his unique form of justice on the modern world. Technically, that's false. (laughs) <laughs> technically that's on imdb i know but technically it's false because the gods did not bestow bestow power on the rock correct um but that's the uh spoiler free synopsis so, so that's probably why it's incorrect how is it sport like dog just they, they gave him powers like shazam leave it at that <laughs> uh currently Always gonna make things hard starring dwayne johnson Aldous Hodge, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Zach, we'll start with you. Uh, did you get to see this? Uh, does does anyone want theater? to talk about this today? Yeah. I did, actually. I had a, had a few extra hours before I went and saw David Spade, so I went and checked this out. And originally, I thought it was fun. Was better, but David Spade nothing. Oh, David Spade. <laughs> <Better day. laughs> this is knocking this is um, foot. <laughs> this is, I mean, I thought it was fine originally, nothing special. I really, I really thought it was kind of cringy, but on this rewatch, it this is awful. <laughs> I really try to stay away from this, calling call this one of the worst movies of the year, but it, it, it's close, if not on there. So, wow, wow, one of the worst movies of the year. Um, call it. Bias, call it a guilty pleasure. I kind of had an entertaining time watching this movie. Kind of. Uh, some of the there's a lot to nitpick from it, but if I just sat back and watched the action and the rock, I kind of enjoyed this movie. But I had a lot of issues with 
the side characters. I had a lot of issues with the surrounding cast. And my biggest pet peeve of the entire thing, there's there's no payoff now that we all know what just happened with DC and Warner Brothers. And I think that's, yep. what, and I think that's what left a, a bad taste in my mouth. But we'll get into it. Ed, what about you? Uh, first time watch for me this uh, past week. Um, <clears throat> I didn't mind it. It definitely wasn't like the best. I definitely won't call it the worst. But uh, it had potential to grow, I feel. So, yeah. Uh, I already have some of the stuff up on the social media. Let us know what you guys think of this movie because we'll definitely dig into the email bag next week or the week after and get into y'all's thoughts on Black Adam because it was definitely one of the most diverse movies of 2022. Um, but I want to I want to dig into it. Uh, what about you, Craig? What do, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, screw me, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, at parts, it was cool. Out of their part, most of the time I was just like, it's DC at its finest. Uh, you know, it's the typical superhero thing that they've be, you know, come to come to be known for, where they just everything is there. Everything is there. And they set the oven too high or too low, and the product just comes out burnt or not done. Lumpy. That's my thoughts. It's lumpy or crusty. It's lumpy, but I do still think that this had better CGI and was more entertaining than some Marvel movies that came out last year. Uh, CGI wise, there were some parts that were rough. There are some parts. It every DC movie has that CGI that makes it just feel like it's comic booky, mm-hmm. and like it's yeah. sometimes a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. Where Marvel's CGI was just playing bad last year, for the most part. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. The side characters, the side cast, didn't do it for Terrible. me. Terrible. Terrible. I, I even think the the introduction, you know, it was pretty cool seeing uh, Viola Davis's character in there. Because we, you know... It, it, Waller. Yeah, it, it kind of felt good seeing what could have been from this movie. Everything connecting. Yeah, everything finally starting to connect. The post-credit scene, which we'll get into. Um, but but initially meeting Black Adam when he comes out and he's just introduced and he has that injustice-like Batman Arkham Asylum fighting style going on when you first get introduced to him, I thought was pretty kick-ass. Um, I thought this movie was not definitely... Uh, Somebody called it cringe, cringeworthy, Zach. Somebody, I don't yeah, know. If I, it, I don't know if it's you know that bad. Uh, like I said, I think I would have been more entertained by this movie if, if it dropped to like an hour and forty five minutes instead of two solid hours. Because there, there was definitely times in this movie where he was maybe helping find the kid, the little boy. First of all, I did not enjoy the little boy at all. Um, but let's let's dig into it. Ed, we'll start with you. What do you think? Some of the uh, what, was, what was some of your uh, pet peeves of the movie? Um, I will agree with the boy. It felt well. The boy and his mom—they felt because it's okay. Other than waking him up and all that, and kind of being part of the society he grew up in as well, and maybe seeing him as a son. What what were their true takes? I mean, the son, <clears throat> the young boy, uh, 
pushed along a few things at first, and then later on it was just like, hey, kill those guys. Well, those guys, oh, well, I'm, I'm kidnapped. And then the mom took over and was like, well, those guys, kill those guys. Get you know? my son. And it didn't like, feel like he's just like, I bow to nobody, you know, kind of he thing. He was bowing to those people. You know, and it's just like, look, man, like, I'm not trying to have a mental, <clears throat> like, Superman that's just wanting to kill anybody who gets in his way because he wants that coffee or whatever. I'm not trying to say it like that. But, like, it, it seemed like Black Adam was the only one that had, like, a kind of slightly developing story with him. Okay. Are you guys yeah. – who who – because I, I kind of got some judgment from this in October. Who is now glad that we did not go spend money in this and watch it opening weekend? Oh, I can't, yeah, because I spent money on this opening weekend. Zach, so. put your fucking <laughs> hand down. I get, I get three free tickets a week, and I would have been pissed if I went to see this. Yeah. It, you know, it's not even... I'm not even pissed off that this is connected to anything or anything like that. Well... Other than the other than the idea of the post credit scene, which really sets up something very interesting, there's nothing there's nothing at all like redeeming about this movie, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, the, I mean Dwayne Johnson kind of does some cool things. I think the the painted black like slow motion sequence where he comes out and destroys like the whole army or whatever. That's okay. It kind of reminded me a little bit of a Zack Snyder film. This 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 has a lot of like Zack Snyder qualities to it, in my opinion. To the point where it's just like, did he direct the movie instead of whoever this other guy was? I think it would have been um, better if Zack Snyder did direct it. Oh, this would have been like two and a half hours, though. But it's maybe it would have been better. a lot better. Because, I mean, no oh, wrong. Yeah. Essentially, you know, what Dwayne Johnson said they've been building this for, what, nine years or something like that? So, you know, you get nine years and all that, and it's kind of just... I mean, okay, <clears throat> for something that got built back in the back years ago and wasn't greenlit for years, say Deadpool for that matter, compared to this. And I know it's a totally kind of different thing, but it's kind of a, a similar in a way. One's built, the other one's built, and now one paid off that, successfully. I, I, I don't think you can compare the two like that, though. Oh, I'm just saying the build-ups, basically. <clears throat> Because one's they're both built up, and one kind of fell f not flat well, on its well, face. Every, I mean, yeah, like I said, you can't really compare the two like that because every every superhero movie is built up. Every, every movie go every superhero movie really goes into pre production like five, six, eight years before the movie is even announced. Like I, I I think this is key point of giving Dwayne Johnson and his producers too much creative control of who's yeah. in the movie and who's out not in the movie. Because uh, I think, you know, when you look at a Dwayne Johnson movie, you have to look at, A, if he has creative control in the movie, look at his surrounding cast. Not a very good movie, you know? Yeah. Or if you look at a movie where he doesn't really have a lot of say-so in it, like maybe Hobbs and Shaw, they load the movie up with a pretty good surrounding cast. And even though it's an outrageously fun popcorn flick, it's a pretty entertaining movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but you I get agree. the complete you get the complete opposite with Black Adam here. It's like, oh, I need my thirty million dollars for this film. Let's hire somebody off the streets. Let's bring somebody in from the Walmart checkout line to be one of the main one of the main villains. 
Well, and to me, like, and one of the other things, I mean, I think all of us like Dwayne Johnson, you know, outside of being an actor, you know, all all the stories you hear, he's like such a nice guy and everything, but I am sick and tired of him listening, like saying that this was like profitable than what it really was. This movie barely made above Shazam. He's acting like this is going to change cinema, like this is Top Gun Maverick, and this, no, this, this it's movie, nowhere near that. With the uh, due to the dirt sheets, this movie they technically lost 150 million dollars at the box office. Yeah. <clears throat> so, and part and of it is no one knows who this character is unless you know you are in the lore of DC or whatever. Yeah, they were they were baiting on you know the Rock kind of saving this movie and making it. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's The Rock. I don't really know this character, but I know The Rock. Let's go see it. And yeah. I, I think word of mouth after people watched it drastically hurt this. Because, you know, after people came out and watched it and they put it on Twitter, like, oh, Black Adam, you know, it's The Rock. Yes, it's cool, but it's not that good. And people are going to shy away if they hear something's not that good, even though it has somebody like The Rock in it. You know, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, The Rock, John Cena, Tom Cruise, if somebody says the movie's eh, with with the yeah. price of movie tickets in today's economy, they're not, not gonna go see it. They're not gonna go see it. Especially when what else came what else came out when this was coming out? Do we know? You had movies like Smile, Barbarian come out. Halloween uh, Kills. I just uh, Halloween Ends just came out. Halloween Ends, which I don't think is a big difference because Halloween Ends was on streaming on Peacock. Um Top Gun Maverick was still in the top two at the box office in October. Yeah, we're um, about a week. We're about a week away from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. So, yeah, that's that's what it was. Black Panther was coming out, and yeah, it's just uh, it is what it is. Well, and my thing is, is like now that we know like dc i think all of us can agree dc is just such in shambles right now we don't know what is what isn't who is it who's out who's in the whole well, let's just go ahead and talk about it the whole well we know james gunn is in and we know yeah, robert right. Pat, we know robert pattinson and the batman is in and we know that joaquin phoenix's joker is in right um, the flash gets his opportunity in june i believe uh, yeah. but where but where this opportunity and where this movie this movie is scrap. Let's face it. I don't think there's going to be Black Adam two. There's not going to be a rock in, in the DC anymore. They they've already announced Henry Cavill's departure. I think it's time to just build around your young Batman, your Robert Pattinson, and go from there. Because that's the best shot, best ticket they've got right now. You know, if you asked me three years ago, I would have said Gal Gadot. Yeah, but I think she. I think she's out now. She's she's gone. Too. Yeah, they're they're all gone. Like I so, said. Only concrete you have right now signed on to a multi picture deal is Robert Pattinson. Even Jason Momoa, he's out he's, too. He's gone. Okay, after two, he, he's gone. Huh. Damn. Well, and that's the so, thing I mean, though, because we still have the Flash and Aquaman too. And I'm just like, why are we even? I mean, I get. I mean, I get what you're saying, Johnny, about seeing Michael Kate Michael Keaton in the Batman suit. That's cool and everything. But is this even going to matter? Truthfully. It's Honestly. probably it's probably not going to matter, but I'm going to be sitting there day one on HBO Max watching it. But I think with those two films, we shouldn't go in as does it matter? Because I mean, honestly, the Batman—if they're going to do anything—I think the Batman is their starting point. I think the Batman needs to be the Iron Man. 
you know, of whatever James Gunn is trying to do or wants to do or is going to do. It needs to be that Iron Man of that, you know? And and you see, I kind of of disagree in that I think James Gunn should just do his own thing and leave Robert Pattinson's Batman out of it. Just let let his Batman be its own thing. I think think Robert Pattinson's Batman is built for Arkham. I don't think Robert Pattinson's Batman is built for a DCEU. It needs to stay away from anything, and it just needs to deal with a Joker, Harley Quinn... And that universe, I agree. See, I'm I, I agree with everybody in this in this picture, but I'm the opposite as well. I, I agree that they need to focus on Robert Pattinson. James Gunn needs to do his own thing, but I also agree that James Gunn and DC need to just not pay attention to what Marvel did in the past and what Marvel's doing. Yes, you you, you don't need to build a universe within the next five years. No, that's what I'm saying. Just yeah. let Batman be Batman. Yeah. Let Don't it, add him to we'll, anything we'll, else. We'll, we'll, we'll let, 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 all, let all these superhero movies be themselves. Don't make a universe around them just yet. Yeah. Well, let and them that, have and their own little thing and tell their story, and then, and then worry if about you feel later. right about it, go about it. Well, if that's the case, then why did they hire a Marvel director to run the film industry? I mean, I get James Gunn is a good director, but he made one of the most profitable movies at Marvel, which is Guardians. Like, why would why, why would they do that? Why why not just hire somebody well, else to do it? Because didn't he wasn't he didn't he do Suicide Squad before they added yeah. him to well, the yeah yeah to, to the like so, the so maybe the they saw what Suicide Squad was and they were like, look, we like your direction with it. We like how you went about it. Yeah, which I mean, want if- to take over. It, it kind of feels like, you know, if they're going to do anything with the DCEU, for that matter, then they would have had Zack Snyder in James Gunn's current seat. You know, it's simply just because, like, what he did, the fan reception for that, and kind they of did, how they, it they, might have, you know. They did have Zack Snyder in James Gunn's seat before. And it right. didn't work. But it backfired so badly that they had well, to... Well, let's, talk, let's talk about this because this this whole this whole DC debacle and episode has been years in the making. Let's talk about what would have happened if fans would have just stayed off the internet and enjoyed the Zack Snyder movies that were coming out, and if people just went and saw movies at the box office. We all still here kind of agree that Man of Steel, the the uncut version of Batman versus Superman, the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice League, he was going in the right direction. But yes, it wasn't fans alone, but you guys also have to look. Warner Brothers reacted to what the fans were saying on the internet. A, they were right. trash. They were trashing these movies. B, they weren't going to go see these movies after they were trashing them. And then four or five years later, we get the hashtag Snyder Cut. And guess what? By then it was too late. It, I, I, I agree with that, but at the same time... Yes, I, we were excited for what was or what could have been, but some of those movies weren't like just because people were upset and 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 saying things on the internet doesn't mean it's the people's fault that those movies were what they were. Like, yes, it was cool. 
concept of what they were trying to do was cool, but some of those movies aren't the greatest. We well, we just kind of got done talking about some of them this year. I don't think we talked about the uncut version of Batman versus Superman just yet, but I mean, we we talked about Man of Steel. We talked about the Snyder version of Justice League. We all agree that the uncut version of Batman versus Superman is a much better film than the theatrical cut. Zack Snyder was headed in the right direction. All these movies we're talking about, if we're going on the one through ten scale is at least a seven or you know six or seven in our eyes they're pretty good movies but it's still like it's you, the... you, you, when when you're put when you're when you're taking sorry i'm getting excited when you're taking what zach snyder's pushing out and you're wanting to just everybody was so fast and wanting to just hurry up and compare them to marvel and the dc needs to hurry up and be marvel of course you're going to get you know executives are going to be looking at it and you're like oh Compared to this franchise, you're not doing so well. So let's let's cut the Snyderverse of Justice League. Compared to this movie, let's make Batman versus Superman an R-rated movie down to a PG-13 movie, and let's just make it a choppy-looking piece of shit, which they did with both. They did with most of his movies. You know, it's not right. fair that the executives yeah, the executives compared it to Marvel. The fans wanted him to be Marvel. And at the end of the day, I think we should all should have just appreciated the kind of dark movies that he was pushing out. Well, so if Zack Snyder is making these films and he was doing it to create a universe and the executives were like, OK, if you're going to make a universe, we need you to compete with Marvel and Marvel's doing it this way. So like and then the fans are like, OK, you guys are doing a universe and you're doing it like Marvel, but it's not as good as Marvel. It's it's a whole the whole pizza it's, right, it's, 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 it's a, a whole yeah. it's a whole debacle, which at the end of the day, the only person who really could have helped himself was was nobody. Zack Snyder could have pushed out a, a 24 karat solid piece of gold and people would have been like, uh, compared to Infinity War, it's a piece of shit. He would have put out 24 carats worth of gold and then the execs would have cut it down to make it twelve. Like that was that's the issue is the executives, right? The executives built DC, not not Zach. Like yes, Zack Snyder when he had full control, we got Man of Steel. Correct. That that's the issue. But you also have to look at it when Batman versus Superman got pushed out. Go look at how much money that it it didn't make. And I know it's because they fished it in between Civil War and what was the other. Zach, there's two Avengers Deadpool. movies. Yeah, but it well, was, it was it was it was in between Deadpool and Civil War. Technically. Was, yeah, right. It came out like th- two weeks before Civil War did, and like I understand that it's fished in right before a huge Marvel movie, but the DC fans, I feel like, also should have some some finger to blame here too, because it's the first time on a massive screen that you get these two characters in one movie, and they didn't deliver. They didn't show up. To be fair. I did. I never liked Batman or Ben Affleck as Batman. Right, but I'm just saying, like nobody knew what he was going to be before. This was the first movie that was going to have him as Batman, and no, right. none of the DC fans. It just it did not make any money. I think the "Do You Bleed" in the trailer really pissed people off. <laughs> Do you bleed? Well, and to me, it's just like you're right, Johnny. When you have those two types of characters on screen for the very first time in a live action movie. That movie alone should make a billion dollars. Batman versus Superman. I mean, let's go ahead and even talk more about so like execs getting in too much, and even with so going on with Henry Cavill for that matter. Even with Black Adam. 
Yeah. So, I mean, Henry Cavill, you know, is kind of getting tired of getting pushed around with, uh, uh, what was it? Man of Steel? No, the, the series. The Witcher. The Witcher you know, because they're all like, well, it's like you did open Bible about this. It's like, oh, go to season four, episode two of this book, blah, blah, blah. And he'll, you know, go from that. And it's like, okay, cool. But, you know, I'm trying to, he's like, I'm trying to push towards the fans and open up their heads and to the real ones that have read all this, that have done all that and gone from there. He's trying to help with that. And they're just like, you just need to stop like shitting on my creation because you're just, you're just, this isn't your creation. This is your take on the created content. You are doing a take on it. You know? So, I mean, it's just the same with this. A lot of people need to stop and think this is this director's take on this creation. You know, because, I mean, don't get me wrong. The creators of Batman, long been dead. The creators of Superman, been dead. They've been around since the mid-30s. Been dead. Sorry. Does, does anybody also have... You know, does anybody else also think that the failure of Batman versus Superman... You know, we're, we're off the... It comes out two and a half years after The Dark Knight Rises. Three years after The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. You, think, you think that might have anything to do with, you know, the success? It's, and It's nowhere near what... That that franchise was that trilogy. We were still kind of in the vein of the Christopher Nolan universe, and we yeah. wanted we were trying to tra- we were trying to translate what Christopher Nolan did and put it in a Zack Snyder movie and make it a whole universe. And just there were aspects of it that I worked, but overall, it just wasn't the right combination. Well, not only that, but then you've got at the end of the uh, Dark Knight Rises, you know, they're teasing Robin. For that matter, you know, so I mean, everybody was like, oh, wh- where's that going? You know, and yeah. it went to nothing. It went to that specific scene. And Look, again, died. Though, again, though, you know? perfect explanation of DC fans should have just went and enjoyed the movie and paid the ticket to go see Batman versus Superman. If I think maybe if 10 times the amount of people went and saw that movie that probably were supposed to, I think that franchise gets kicked off in a whole nother way. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Possible, yeah. Uh, kind of the same thing with Black Adam. What did you guys think with some of the stuff uh, with the new aged uh, he- young heroes in this movie? You got like uh, Adam Smasher, Cyclone, uh, and then you got Mister uh, Doctor Fate, which is played by Pierce Brosnan. I enjoy Pierce Brosnan. So did I. He seemed like the elder, wiser one, understanding one. You know, yeah, he, he yeah. knows what's going on. I enjoyed Pierce Brosnan. I enjoyed a little. It was a little bit. Um, what was a Hawkman? Hawk, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hawkman. Hawkman. I enjoyed Hawkman. I enjoyed it a little bit. I the two green guys. It's like were they sitting there and they were like, "All right, our budget is The Rock, Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> this guy." And it's like we are out of money. We got to find some people who will do this for a box of pizza and burrito. I, I, just like, I, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy Adam Smasher. I think it would have been funny as funny as hell if you already you already have Henry Wrinkler and there's a, ca- a cameo. I think it would have been funny if he was just Adam Smasher. And I mean, he just seemed kind of, I don't know what's going on. Understandably, that's kind of a hard role to fill. But at the same time, it's just like, you, like you've been briefed on nothing. Yeah. You- yeah, and like he's running away from the battle, and he's like, "Oh, I don't know how to do this. I don't know." He's like he he was trying to be a comedy relief, and it's like, if you've it, never been in this no. situation, 
why in the world would these two guys ask you to come and be a part of this situation? Like, it just didn't make sense. When one is supposedly able to see the future, and then the other is highly <laughs> trained in combat. There, yeah, so you couldn't see the future a, that this dude was about to be asked. There was a lot of like plot. There was a lot of plot holes left in this film, as far as like why is who and who is where. Out of um, those two, Cyclone was better, but not much. Cyclone, hated, was a, Cyclone was a lot better compared to Adam Smasher. I hated all the slow mo in this movie. It, oh my god, it was so overdone. It's ridiculous. It's like when she, anytime she was flying, it was like ooh, ooh, and I'm just like, dude, I'm done with the slow mo. Like yeah. this is the same shit with Wonder Woman and her little theme song, and Justice League. <laughs> Every time she came on screen, you'd hear that Amazonian music. It's like, you guys think I'm done. What'd you guys think of the uncle? Stay away from electricity. That was uh, fun. I'm an electrician. This tried to be too funny. Like Edward. It, it, yeah. It just tried to be too funny in a way. <laughs> the, the funny scene, though, was after Dr. Fate told him that he was going to die to electricity, and he rolled up in the car with it playing, uh, what, Hotel California? Yeah. And he's just like, don't worry, I'm only going to die to electricity. And he just starts fucking going <laughs> crazy on these skeletons. I'm like, okay, that's funny. Because he knows, like, that's his death is not here. Like, that's funny. Yeah. Did you think, I felt like the comedy relief of Adam Smasher was forced. Like, they, they were wanting him to be that Spider-Man slash Ant-Man of the movie. And it was yeah. just, like, not working. That was that to me was probably the most cringiest was just the comedy. When the comedy didn't hit, it it was bad. They directly tried to copy Ant Man with him, and it's you don't need to. No, he could come in and be this badass dude. Well, I mean, Doctor Fate in a certain way is like Doctor Strange if you really think about it. Yeah, yeah. different aspects. Similar, but it's like more of like a metaphysical magic, I guess, is what. Yeah. Well, this movie was also written by three different people. Plus, you have directing from uh, the guy who directed The Shallows, Orphan, and Unknown, House of Wax. Yeah, I, I think I think the side characters would have been way better off taking, I don't know, Starfire and Robin or something from uh, the, Teen the Teen Titans show yeah. on HBO. Like you could have taken two characters from that show alone, threw them in this or, movie. You know, you know, you know what kind of confused me, and I really agree with what you're trying to say, Craig. What really confused me is they brought in Viola Davis, and they she kind of made it seem like, hey, I need a Suicide Squad like to go get Black Adam. What would have made perfect sense is like, hey, why don't we just go send uh uh some of the Suicide Squad from James Gunn movie, to yeah. send two, two yeah. three of them to go and pick you up take, uh, yeah. Polka Dot Man and uh, the Shark, the Shark, and one other person mm-hmm. from it. You're, you're good. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't need to get Idris Elba or anyone. Yeah, get the Polka Dot Man, get the Shark, and the the girl that talked to the rats, and yeah, it would have been a good trans like translation over from James Gunn's movie. Because it just, it just really puzzled me when, you know, she was introduced and she's like, oh, I need somebody to go. He, you know, the world's not ready for somebody like him. And, you know, it just felt like it was a suicide. It could have been a suicide, su- excuse me, a suicide squad mission. 
DC's yeah. issue right now is that every movie feels like they're trying to retell you the same old story. Yeah. Oh my it's God, like, oh, yes. you never saw Suicide Squad? We have to tell you exactly what Miss Waller does and, and what she's trying to do. It's like, and, you don't, and don't get me wrong. I love Viola Davis. She's one of the greatest actors. She is better than this franchise. I don't understand. Like, that's like the one like string that's still dangling from the Snyder universe. It's just like, okay, we still got to bring in Viola Davis somehow. It's like, no, we don't. Just I, well, I see why they bring her in. A, she's she's a name, and B, she's pretty ruthless when she's on camera. It doesn't matter if it's the Suicide Squad, 2016 Suicide Squad, or even her small cameo in this movie. You want to hate her fucking guts whenever she's on the screen because she plays yeah, but, that character so good. Yeah, but that's true. But this is not a Viola Davis movie. This is a Dwayne Johnson. Well, it should be. Maybe, maybe, maybe they should focus a franchise around Viola Davis. They did. They did. The and you know what? Well, did it? And because it, it didn't work. 2016 the, Suicide Squad? 2016 might not have worked, but I mean, she was in those Suicide Squad. So I'm saying that she, she does that character so but, good that she don't need to go away. I, I, but I agree with Zach to a sense. Like, if you're wanting to reboot the entire DC, you need to get rid of everybody that was ever a part of that. Because if you don't, people are going to think that there's a tie-in somewhere with it. So what do we do 11 yeah. months from now? I think that's when it comes out in November. Should we just not even go see Aquaman? If he's not a part of it, no. I probably not. What about Shazam? Shazam comes out in March. I will because Shazam was funny as hell. But, but and again, I'm surprised. That is... Why, do you think, why didn't they tie Shazam into this? I mean, I know it technically is, but why not bring Zachary Levi into this since it's part of the Shazam universe? You know, it's going to be really frustrating. We go see Shazam. We go see Shazam, and Dwayne Johnson has a cameo in Shazam when he's done with oh the DC. Oh it's just, just going to be like, wait a minute. I thought you were done. No, wait, you're done. Wait, why is he here? It would be the Spider-Man meme of like... <laughs> Fran failing franchises. Yeah. Wait, you're done? No, you're done. Wait, I'm done? No, you're done. <laughs> I am me. <laughs> me, Tarzan. Me, Amy. Me, Amy. I... Me, Amy. Yeah. I keep seeing that trailer for the new Shazam, and I'm just like, <laughs> it, looks, it looks interesting, but... Shazam does look pretty good. Kill me now, please. There's no reason to go see these fucking movies. Just kill me now. I, I'm not going to go see Aquaman, point blank. Uh, I mean, is Amber Heard even in it? Mm -mm. I don't think so. No reason to. All right. Uh, I'm just looking <laughs> at it. about to have a stroke over here. Uh, they should cast a Johnny Depp character that is the villain of that Aquaman movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason she's no longer here. Uh, like I said, I, I mean, I'm, this movie wasn't complete. This, this movie was complete, you know, hot, hot garbage. Like I said, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed some of the characters. The CGI, we, we kind of thought, got our thoughts on the CGI. It wasn't good, but a lot of it was better than some of the Marvel movies from last year. Um, I think this movie is much better than Eternals, Black Widow and uh, Doctor Strange 2. I kind of enjoyed this more than Doctor Strange 2. Um, Just because it was fresh. Uh, but let's let's kind of talk about where does, you know, we kind of got into a little bit more. 
with all the CGI and with the, the hero and the fresh new take on Black Adam, what would you guys like to see? You know, there's there's also the Blue Beetle movie coming out this year. DC's Blue Beetle. Thoughts? Honestly, I, I don't even know what that is. is. So. It's a it's a DC's first Latin American uh, superhero, the Blue Beetle. He's uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it's going to tie in anything, but this might be DC's first start to just give us a brand new hero and it not tying to anything, and let us just go watch a good action flick. So, um, let's let's talk about what could have been. The ending was pretty badass. Let's talk about the last like fifteen minutes or so. Uh, the chair is obviously. Let's let's talk about the chair for a minute. This demon-like character who looks like you know Doctor Manhattan, but big red version, comes in. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wants to sit down on this throne of life, <laughs> and once he takes the throne, he is like the leader of uh, Egypt, right, or whatever. Wherever they're in, Kandamah, Gundar. Gundar Mahal, Gender Mahal. He's he's going to be, you know, the leader. So once he sets down, Black Adam's like, nah, you're not sitting down. You smell what the rock is cooking. Get out of here. He lays a smack, he lays a smack down on Big Red. See, that would have been interesting. Why did you write the movie? <laughs> he lays the smack down on Big Red. He sits on the on the throne. He's like, you smell what the rock is cooking. And then he's like, I don't smell it just yet. That's a bad idea. I'm not going to be the great one. And then he smashes the chair. You know, and he does the eyebrow thing in the movie, and he's like, "There can only be one World Wrestling Federation." I mean, no, up wrong rock movie. Oh <laughs> you know, you know what would be cool is like moving forward after that's written. You know, Black Adam meets Superman, and then at the beginning of the next film, Black Adam is fighting Superman. Black Adam beats Superman, and he holds him up like the wrestling belt. He's like, I'm the world wrestling champion. I'm the world superhero champion. And then you have a Royal Rumble with all these misfit characters from the DC Universe. Oh, you spoiled the whole thing. The Superman's in this movie? Oh, theoretically, if he was. Let's talk about it, though. He's technically not in the movie. Beetlejuice is out of the bag. Let's, Let's talk about it. What, what did you guys think of the end? You know, the, obviously Black Adam, the title card hits. I think that's a smart way because technically you don't get a beginning title card scene of Black Adam. They save it for the end of the movie because they're, you know, what should we call you? Oh my God. Black Adam. And then, <laughs> and then you know, the, the title card pops up. Uh, Why is his name Adam? Tenneth Adam, right? Teth Adam? Teth? Yeah, sounds like it sounds like, like yeah. Mike you got a list. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike Tyson's trying to say test. Tesla. Tesla. Tesla Adam. Tesla. Tenneth. Just <clears throat> Superman cameo, which I thought was pretty cool. What'd you guys think of Superman's little cameo? That was about the best part of the movie. I mean, honestly, I think it's the worst. It's- I think it's Again, the worst because it got me set up for something that I'm not going to see. Exactly. exactly. It, it, it but set, but it, don't get me wrong, that's the anticipation. That's not necessarily the scene for that matter. It's like, you can be like, dude, that's not the same Superman that came and talked to you, dog. <laughs> Where's that Superman? I want him. 
Zach wanted this. Michael B. Jordan Superman to come up and talk to him. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. I mean, this would be, that'd make it like 10 times the movie that we watched. I, I'll be honest. I mean, again, you said it. <laughs> it sets up it sets up a really cool idea that once again with the problem with DC it does not go nowhere it's not going to go anywhere but then as y'all are just griping Wait fans a second. that are going ahead and you know like well this didn't do what I thought it was going to do Wait so a... this sucks even though it was good it sucks guys why are we we shouldn't like, even have talked about this until the Flash movie because the Flash movie is going to reset everything, everything that happened. True. And the world will be right again. Superman's <laughs> not going to be Henry Cavill. He's going to be Michael B. Jordan. I mean, and, that's that's, that's kind of how we all feel about movies sometimes that we don't like. Ed, there is parts of the menu that you like, but you still thought it was a shitty movie. Yeah, it was the menu. Well, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Is it, I think was, it was Tyler's bullshit. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was ingredients, but it's still bullshit. I enjoyed the concept of the film. I just did not like that. You know, at, at the end of the day, when I'm watching it, it's That's... not. It's not going to get to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I did enjoy. You know, I did enjoy the film as a whole action movie. If I'm watching the action movie not as a DC fan, but just as an action flick, it's a pretty entertaining movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, there was good parts overall. The Rock in movies now just feels like The Rock. The Rock in a movie. It doesn't do you, do you feel guys like. Think, I feel like you guys should... think we have Rock fatigue. What? Like just tired of seeing him. He's like in 15 movies in one year. No, I, I I think it's the opposite. I think he should have been enough. He wants in thirty. I think he should have been a little bit more in this movie. Like, yeah, yeah, I know Black Adam. He should have been a little bit dark, and you know, the, he's not supposed to be humorous. But even in Man of Steel, Henry Cavill was a little humorous. He had he had that pop, and you know, Henry Cavill did in Man of Steel. The Rock is a charismatic dude. I think he should have brought some of that charismatic energy to Black Adam. Well, I just don't think he was written that way. I think he was written wrong because Superman up to that point has been on Earth for 20-something years. You know, he, he grew up on right. Earth. So he he's he understands sarcasm and the concept of laughter, whereas The Rock yeah. had... He was, like a term- much- he was like a Terminator in this movie. Yeah. Except he all of a sudden understood sarcasm. If you're going to write Black Adam as a Terminator-like character where he doesn't understand human mannerisms, you should have you, I have, think... you have a kid in this movie, you should write some of those scenes where he interacts with the kid that way, but not as make it... I think it needed to be a little bit more cheesier. Write a better sense. kid. Well, I mean, look, I think he should have had some Edward Furlong scenes with the kid. You know, he picks up like a baby or something, and like I don't Shazam. Know. Yeah, he, when he Shazam sh- turns into an adult and he has those interactions at the liquor store. Yeah, that's perfect because it's not something that he's accustomed to. Well, that's hold on. Hold, that, you, I don't think you can compare that though, because at least when he's a little kid in today's world, you know, he's able to see it. Yes, I agree. But I'm it. just saying, like in that environment, like that's. That's the kind of humor you need. Not... Yeah, yeah. Well, you could have, well, you could have, you could have wrote jokes for Black Adam as if he was a Terminator. You know, so yeah, but at the same time, these things for the first time. 
he wasn't a Terminator, and it's not like he's never heard no. sarcasm or anything like that. But he was uh, a slightly Terminator. Do you think they had no. sarcasm back in those days when he was getting beat up? And I'm pretty <laughs> sure like, they had forms like that. Like, hey, yes, not hey, that. You throw that mud at me, I'm gonna slap you in the face. Like he didn't have that shit back then. What do you guys think of the twist, though? Because you know, at but the beginning, the, at the beginning of the movie, difference. at the beginning of the movie, you feel that that's Black Adam as a kid. Come to find out, that's his son. What'd you guys think of that little entwined? You didn't like it? Yeah. It was kind Terrible. of. It was just like it a was hey, so over here. Yeah. yeah. It's so, like it, oh, it was, by the way, the I'm not who was, I think you I am. Yeah, I'm oh, not like a mummy, good guy. I'm the mummy this. returns. The mummy. Returns. If we would have saw Brendan Fraser come out of nowhere, <laughs> and his brother in the movies, that'd have been funny. In the in the mummy movies. Yeah. I don't know. Running I, their I, ass off. I just feel like you have a really charismatic actor. The character Black Adam should be just a little bit more charismatic. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I and guess we'll if, never know. And if you want the kid, and I think the whole reason the kid didn't work for me was because he wasn't trying to, it felt like he wasn't trying to interact and be that kid like friend to The Rock or to Black Adam. Yeah. He saw him as this god, and he was just like, oh, yeah. you're, you're so cool. Yeah. Uh, the the skate scene where it felt like it was 1999, mm -hmm. and the music's playing, is like, like, it felt like a DVD menu at the beginning when it was just put up <laughs> on repeat. You know what I'm talking about? Like, when you played Employee yeah. of the Month with Dan Cook, and you had that <laughs> that dashboard menu, and you had the same song. Did he, did he just seconds. say Employee of the Month with Dan Cook? Yeah. Dan Cook's making the comeback. Watch. I don't know who that is. What? You just said it, Dan Cook and Employee of the Month. You know exactly who I'm talking about. You, and you uh, watch your mouth. I just know that movie. You probably got the Blu-ray back there. Jessica Simpson. Oh. And uh, Jessica... Alba? No, the other one. Is it Jessica Alba in that one? No, it's Jessica, it's Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Simpson's in that one. From Newlyweds with Nick Lachey. I used to watch the show every day. It was on MTV from How 3 to 3.30. <laughs> That's a hell of a turnaround. All right. <laughs> Going from Black Adam to the newlyweds. Johnny's like, tell me why. <laughs> you had thought about it. <laughs> I was more I'm of a, watching MTV. I was, I was more of a Jessica Simpson irresistible music video kind of guy. Dude, I only know Jessica Simpson because of Tony Romo, dog. That's what I'm talking about. Let's not bring up Tony Romo in January, okay? Favorite scene? Does anyone have a favorite scene for this movie? Look at Zach. He's ready. He's ready to get the fuck out of here. I'm so done. My favorite scenes consisted of Dr. Fate. I think uh, he was one of my favorite characters. He was my favorite character in this movie. I have to say my favorite scene would be Black Adam stopping the bullet from hitting uh, Edward Furlong. I mean, the little boy. <laughs> and then probably um, I enjoyed where little baby Rock was in the tomb of water with the thing connected to his mouth <laughs> like Bane. I was born in the dock. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed when... Uh, Dr. Fate broke <laughs> broke. <laughs> I, enjoyed <'Cause> I, <laughs> I enjoyed when Dr. Fate broke out Baby Rock. 
let's talk about Baby Rock too for a minute because when he broke out of that water tomb, he was still kicking ass like he was Black Adam. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was quite weird. Yeah. Not really, because was, if you're had, used to the mechanics... He had Steve Urkel's body, but with the rock face. Well, if you're used you guys, to the you mechanics... Guys, you, guys ever he, seen, you guys ever seen the episode of George Lopez when you got a five-year-old George Lopez with a George Lopez big-ass head? That's what but, I mean, let's look at that. He was a slave. He was used to constant manual labor that was not easy. So he was strong already. Edward's, yeah. Edward's breaking it down to detail, guys. No, I, I agree with Ed right now. Like, he was strong already. I mean, they're wrong. Let's all four of us go out for one day and beat the shit out of rocks at a quarry with a pickaxe for at least 12 hours. He's I'd dead serious, not. dog. He's like, dead serious. stopping for 30 minutes to eat, and that's it. No Burger King. I doubt any of us would last. I I'd highly doubt that. You know, so I'm saying, like, he already had the strength. My and from Baby Rock. I am the better than Shazam. Start singing that Burger King song. That's a fucking Burger King song. Have it your way. Be I need you today. That's what Ed would be singing as he's pounding on the rocks. I didn't know there was a Burger King song, so oh, there's that. Here. What is it like? Whopper, Whopper, Chicken Whopper, Whopper, Chicken Whopper, <laughs> eggs, tomato, bacon, lettuce. Okay, so like we are officially talking, about... talking about this. <laughs> Unless we're talking about the one Peter Griffin thing. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Anyways, but yeah, so I feel like he. I don't. I don't think he would have been, of course, as good of a fighter but remembering the moves is one thing having the yeah. strength to do it is another thing but he's probably still stronger than the average dude today just because of the manual labor that existed back then and you had no choice it was either that or die so or maybe watch your kid and wife are die we, so are we about to know. get on this are we about to talk about slaves because i have something no I oh okay it's not like that but he was a slave back when he was and, and alive in, in his defense, when he does you know. do the whole Shazam thing, it's not like the mask where he just forgets what happened. <laughs> like, he's still going through those experiences. Mm-hmm. Just because he's not super strong doesn't mean he don't know how to whoop some ass. Exactly. Yes, Johnny. Yes, Johnny, you have a question. So, uh, dude, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say one thing about the whole, you know, ordeal if I can bring it up. What ordeal? Ed mentioned it. The whole thing about him being little baby rock. And then when he says Shazam, he turns into, you know, he goes from 1998 rock to 2019 <laughs> rock. <laughs> with hair rock to not with hair rock. <laughs> he goes from fanny pack rock to world champion. Um, I just got to say, after after the uh, after the water scene with little baby rock, that was my favorite scene. Uh, Craig, what about you? you when he pulled the tube out like it was uh, <laughs> what? Oh. oh, he pulled the tube out like it was the turkey baster from Don't Breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in the water. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> what other movie has that where they like pull it out and they're just like. Or, oh, where the predator pulls out the spine of that, and he pulls out the spine of the people. Like, they are they got something in their mouth, and they pull it out, and they're, like, gagging or all. The Matrix. <laughs> yes. That is exactly it. Yeah. 
That is complete. He looks like you're putting something in. Not putting no. it out. <laughs> you're, you're the one who opened up about wanting 10 inches last week. Of snow. Yeah. Which we got like none. Yeah. So we were all sad. You were sad that you didn't get none. Your shit <laughs> melted on you. Uh. Craig, did you have a favorite scene? Yeah, I said anything with Dr. Fate. Okay. Uh, Edward, what about you? Um, I mean, when Black Adam met uh, Amanda Waller and then Superman came out, I thought that was pretty cool. I know it didn't go nowhere, and I know it didn't lead to nothing. Oh, my bad. But still. He's saying it like this ain't fucking no country for old men. I know it ain't <laughs> going nowhere. I know you don't see the, the murders at the end. <laughs> Before I'm just we, saying, I thought that was on, cool. Guys, hold on. Spoiler alert. If you have not seen Black Adam, we're at 56 minutes. Pause the episode and go check out Black Adam. Bro, if they are <laughs> here still, this is not the time for spoiler They already alert. got the movie. I'm like, like, damn, Superman was in this? Y'all said it the first 30 seconds? <laughs> you know, this was more entertaining the movie, probably. That's right, probably what? why people listen. Yeah. BK, have it your way. <laughs> you know, people are going to be sitting there like, no. <laughs> you know, it's if, affecting everybody. You know, if this episode made you want to go get a double Whopper Whopper with cheese, we did you a favor. Right, Someone is listening to this in their car. Yeah. Somebody is listening to this in their car right now and passing by BK is like, hold on, let me turn around. Edward, what, Edward, I've never been to a BK in my life, but I need that. Edward, what's my Wi-Fi password? It's not like what's I your Wi-Fi your password? <clears throat> you said what's your Wi-Fi password? It's the most entertaining part of the de- part of the episode, guys. We're talking star rating for Black Adam. Edward, <laughs> Edward, Edward, I want you to start me off. Kick us hmm. off. Probably a five, man. What? Get out of here. A five? I got a I got my high pitched Karen voice. Just like Booker. You know, I know that I said that this, like I know that this I said that this movie was a little garbage and a little trash, but you know what? Sometimes I like garbage and sometimes I like trash. I'm gonna go with a seven for this movie. Uh, I thought it was fun. I thought it was entertaining. <clears throat> I laughed. I uh, smelt what the rock. Was, I smelt what the rock was cooking, and you know what? Superman at the end of the movie kind of did it for me. And I thought Black Adam and the Rock as the hero looked really, really cool. Um, I had fun watching this movie. I'm going to give it a seven. Zach? Uh, right there with you, Ed. It's a five. Enough said. Uh, Gregory? Young Gregory? Seven. Uh, That's a six. Six. All right. I was trying to make it a little more dramatic, but yeah. Um, it, uh, the initial beginning part, I was like really sunk into this movie, and I was like, "Man, it's gonna be really cool." And I met the kid and the mom, and I was like, "Yeah, she's trash." And then I met the side <laughs> characters, and I was like, "Yeah, this is even worse." Then I, then I saw the villain, and I was like, "He looks like every other villain that's in a DC movie. Dark, got flames, and he's got horns on his head. Like they all fight the devil in every movie." So, kind of reminded me of the devil from a uh, Pick of Destiny. <laughs> Man, that's a great that's a great comparison there. <laughs> Jack Which Black coming out of nowhere. <laughs> David Grohl for that matter, so there's that. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh my. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Whopper, Whopper. Ed gets. If you guys want to know, send Ed a Burger King gift card. Double Whopper, double <laughs> cheese, extra mayo, no onion. Hold the onion. He doesn't like onion. Do you get onion rings though? Hold the onion. Put just put just deep by the onions. Edward, even though we didn't kind of enjoy Shazam, guess what next week is? February sixth, Donnie Darko. We're going back and uh, we're turning on HBO Max again because it's on HBO Max. Um, it's one of Edward's favorite movies, so we got to give him a hard time about BK today. Uh, Edward, you excited for uh, Donnie Darko? I really am, man. I really, really am. <clears throat> I want to see y'all's take on it. Zach, Donnie Darko next week? Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it, so it'll be an interesting uh, rewatch. <clears throat> Greg? I, uh, I don't even know if I have to rewatch this because I've seen it so many times. So. You have to. All right, I'll watch it again. Because you know, you you're the one who said it. You you watch movies differently since uh, checking out this podcast. I, I've seen this one plenty of times. Oh shit! In between that, yeah. Uh, the last time I watched it was a few years ago before I got on a plane. So I, you know, probably shouldn't have watched it before I got on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, no, okay. you sh- this is fine. Final Destination is different. Yeah, you know, watch before getting on a plane. Or um, what's that TV show, The Forgotten or whatever, where they all fucking disappear. Lost. No. no. Manifest. 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 Yeah. Dude said lost. Lost. We, we know exactly where those people were. They were on the island. Uh, anybody, have anything the they island? Wanna, anybody have anything that they want to get out of the way as far as uh, Black Adam before we go on to the next? I'm going to announce the entire month of February. Do we have any mailbag? No mailbag this week. Ooh. But, like I said, next week is Donnie Darko on February the 6th. Uh, February the 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, we're talking about Ghost uh, with Patrick Swayze. A little little love action flick before uh, Valentine's Day on uh, Monday, February 13th. February February 20th, we go back to the theater and we check out Ant-Man Quantumania. And then we end the month of February with The Princess's Bride. Um, a very, very highly recommended film that we've been, people have been wanting us to talk about. Um, Hello, yep. Princess. Uh, <laughs> Andre the Giant documentary is on Peacock and HBO Max. If you guys are interested, go check it out. I believe his birthday was just a few days ago. Um, so, whose birthday? Andre the Giant. So. Next week, Donnie Darko, February the 6th, new month, new episode. Join us live right here, new episode, Cinnamon Movie Podcast. Have it your your way. You should play that song real quick.